What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Agile A Day Keeps the Bugs Away. As always, I'm your host, BP. Was not in last Thursday. I was at Pinehurst Golfing. Did I play well? Not as good as I like, or would have liked, too. But beautiful golf course, beautiful resort. If you're unfamiliar, Pinehurst Resort, sorry, Pinehurst Resort is hosting the U.S. Open next year, one of the four majors in golf. Really good trip, but that's not why you're here. You're here because this is an Agile podcast, and you want to hear me, your host, BP, talk about some Agile. Today, I got something from from one of you, at Danny Cam, D-A-N-I-C-M. I think that's how you say it. Regardless, reached out to me and wanted to know how to implement Agile in a service center. And I have experience in this, so I I was very interested in this comment. This was one of my areas of expertise in implementing Agile. I thought it was a great challenge in my career, and I jumped into it quite a few times, and I've enjoyed it. It is a challenge, but I've enjoyed it. So, Danny, I want to help you out. Let's get to it. All right, so everyone is is starting to understand in this podcast. By the way, that was my chair moving. If if that was pretty hot on the mic, but a lot of the the business environments are becoming more dynamic and not only dynamic in their own nature, but a lot of them are starting to adopt agile. They see the traditional areas of of software development heavily adopting agile methodologies throughout many organizations and it's only becoming more popular so i'm you're starting to see service centers or contact operations centers whatever you want to call it moving toward that trend and it's a critical strategic decision for them to do so so we're going to talk about how to transform a contact center or a service center toward Agile. And the first step with any transformation is going to be you want to educate and train your team. And you want to start by training your team in Agile principles. Provide workshops, provide seminars, or even comprehensive training programs to ensure your team understands many of the Agile methodologies and practices. And remember, to not just focus on the processes, but also some of the core values of Agile, such as respect, open communication, collaboration, and adaptability. And ideally, an Agile coach or a certified Scrum Master can facilitate these trainings, ensuring a thorough understanding of these Agile principles and practices are going into play. The next step is to form cross-functional teams. As many of you may know, Agile works best with self-organizing cross-functional teams. And in the context of a service center, these teams could consist of customer service representatives, first-line supervisors, data analysts, QA experts, trainers, and IT support. So you can have a mix of them. 
And cross-functional teams are going to obviously enable a holistic approach to problem solving with every team member contributing unique experience. Next, you want to choose an agile framework. I'm going to be very clear here. Service centers are very different. It's not as important to take a long time to determine what framework you're going to use. I'll give you tips on how to pick one. But the more important thing is to be decisive, to use it and adapt quickly if it's not the right one. The planning aspect, the considering, the factoring every element in may take the entire duration of one cycle of learning if your framework works. And you can also you can also use multiple elements of a framework, but traditionally you want to go with the, the big two. So for service centers, maybe dealing with complex problem solving or projects, Scrum might be a suitable framework due to its iterative and incremental nature. And if your service center has very high volume, repetitive tasks, then you want to go to Kanban with its visual workflow management because this could be an ideal choice. And it's really important to understand the demands of your service center. And many of them are a mix of complex problem solving and high volume repetitive tasks. Just make sure your initial framework has cadence-based sessions with stakeholders and other individuals on the team involved in planning and governing work through the system because more frequent communication is key in the service center. You have a lot of moving parts. You have some work that's very operational. You have some work that's more feature-driven and delivery-driven and customer value-oriented. You want to make sure you're managing both incoming tasks and both complex or both incoming tasks and the complex problem solving in a service center. So that's very key. Start with one or start with pieces of one. I typically suggest creating a visual board and governing the flow. You don't have to learn in-depth Kanban. See how that works. See if there's an opportunity to build in an all-in-one service center review as a, it could be an iteration review, but even if you're doing Kanban, a review to show what did we work on? What just happened in the past week, the past two weeks? How do we adjust? How do we use this information to move forward and to get feedback? Feedback and communication and also cadence-based planning and reviewing is important in whatever framework you do. It doesn't have to be a prescriptive ceremony. It can be something where everyone gets together and looks at the work and looks at the process and says, what's working, what's not? Also, have a retro. It's always good to have a retro on that process. See what's working, see what's not. You're going to have that fast feedback to see if your current approach or framework is the most applicable one to your situation. Keep adjusting and do not settle in a service center. It's important to keep moving. I'll say that again. It's important to keep moving. See what's working, see what isn't, especially early on. It takes a long time to settle in to a good mindset, to a good framework that maybe takes either one of the two frameworks or a different framework and put those pieces together. And if you're trying to scale, there are many scaling frameworks to choose from, but just keep moving. Keep adjusting, keep inspecting, and keep moving until you get something that works. Don't be afraid to mix up the teams. Don't be afraid to change the teams. That might be an anti-pattern for most of you. You might say, that's crazy. 
I'm telling you, a contact center is a little different. You might think, oh, just make them Kanban. There's a lot of variable priority work coming in all the time. Not all the time. There's a lot of compact, complex problem solving that goes on in a service center. A lot that would benefit from the fixed priority scrum. So think about it. Took a while on that step, but find that framework, keep moving, keep moving, and then you want to foster an agile mindset. Regardless of what framework you're using, regardless of what methodology you are using, it's about fostering the principles and values of transparency, of collaboration, and continuous improvement. Remember, the adoption of an agile mindset might challenge traditional hierarchical structures, so it's essential to demonstrate strong leadership in this transformation and provide the necessary support during this shift. So the mindset is very key. Next, get yourself a tool. It can even be a whiteboard in your office or a virtual whiteboard like Microsoft Whiteboard. But it's important. You can have a tool like Jira for Scrum or Trello for Kanban. This helps you manage your work, track progress, and also visualize your workflow. That is important. If you have these cadence-based meetings, like I mentioned, to manage the flow of work, especially early on, getting everyone in a room to plan in a cycle. What are we doing this week? All right, the end of the week, what did we do? Trust me, that works, but it's good to have a tracking tool. And then make sure you implement some form of iterative workflow. I've been alluding to this. Break down your work into manageable units. They can be called cycles, they can be called sprints or iterations, but make sure you're doing consistent things each and every one of those cycles. So you can have a container of work to go back to, to visit, and to adjust when you move into a new cycle. This is key. It does not matter if you're doing Kanban or Scrum. This is key in a service center or a contact center. Some of you may disagree with me. Hit me up on uh, on Twitter, at Lil Agile. It's at L-I-L underscore A-G-I-L-E. Let me know if you disagree or if there are tips you have for this process. It is complicated. Some of you will disagree that have operated in a service center before, but some of you experts, I want to hear from you. Reach out to me, at Lil Agile. And then finally, as always, you want to embrace continuous improvement. You want to have retrospectives. You want to create action items. See what's working. See what isn't. See what you can adjust and stick and move. Keep adjusting. Keep moving. Don't settle. Service center is complicated. I'm going to keep saying that. It's complicated. Adopting agile in a service center can lead to more efficient operations. It can lead to greater employee engagement and ultimately improve customer satisfaction, but it requires significant changes in traditional processes and mindsets. The benefit it brings in terms of adaptability, continuous improvement, and customer centricity will make it a worthy endeavor. Trust me. And that's it. That's all. Share this podcast with your friends. And also review the podcast. And like I said before, reach out to me on Twitter with any ideas or feedback you have. And I'm out. I'll talk to you Thursday.